The following is a presentation of the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Recapture your youthful look with Dr. David Bank. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. Welcome to the Health and Happiness Show with Casey. This is a weekly presentation with guests, ideas, information, and fun designed to improve your life from 100.7 WHUD. Hi, it's Casey. We are going to shine on today with education and money and your diet. Stacy Hawkins will take care of that. Ten years ago, I found myself 100 pounds overweight, looking at two little kids, not wanting them to have the same food issues that I had, and looking at what we were eating, which was boxed and prepared foods, and all those things that, you know, a busy mom um, resorts to to putting dinner on the table. And not only was I overweight, but I was feeling this tremendous guilt about how I was taking care of them and how I was taking care of myself. And I said, there's got to be a better way. Meet the Hudson Valley mom behind the oils and spices. Stacy Hawkins is on the way. First, we want to save for your retirement with Jane Bryant Quinn. And frankly, Jane, I know a lot of people who feel they will never be able to retire. Many people are in exactly this position. And the longer you can work, the better off you are because you can save more money. You can start squeezing your income like a sponge to save more money. And the longer... The longer you can put off taking Social Security, the more Social Security credits you will build, the higher your check will be when you finally take it. Now, some people, their job goes away and there's not much they can do about it, but you know what's happening, Casey? Uber says that 25% of its drivers are age 50 and older Mm. because it's a job they can do and uh, they can make money at it. So uh, there are various ways of finding income. And more so now that the web is advertising jobs like this. But basically, yes, you should try to work as long as possible and delay, delay, delay taking Social Security. If you take Social Security at 62, uh, it's 25% less than it would be if you waited to full retirement age. Wow. So hang on as long as you can. So could you put a number on it? How much money do we need to retire and be comfortable? Well, that's, of course, depends on the living standard you want. And I spend a lot of time in the book talking about what I call right-sizing your life. So when you are planning for retirement, you need to project what kind of income you will have. So what will you get from Social Security when you take it? Do you have a pension? Do you have retirement savings? And what can you prudently take out of your retirement savings every year to help pay your bills? And so then you're looking at what your retirement income is, and then you say, well, I have to fit my expenses to whatever my retirement income is going to be. And some people have enough savings so that they're doing fine. They retire and they can still live the way they did before. Other people say, hey, I'm not going to be able to do everything. Nips and tucks, almost everybody nips and tucks when they retire. And so the sooner you sort of work out what you're doing and right-sizing your life, the sooner you will understand what kind of lifestyle you can afford to live. Wake up call, everybody. It's time to start living below your means. Uh, Well, living below your means if you're still working and can save more. At retirement, you can live right at your means, just not above it. Right, just not above it. Now, you say here how you can generate a homemade paycheck. Tell me about that. 
Uh, whatever savings and investments you have, and if you've been in a 401k plan at work or a 403b plan, and I hope everybody who still has one is putting in the maximum because this is what it's for, is to help you uh, have savings and investments at retirement. Then the question is, how much can you take out of that pot of savings and investments? And I always use... I, I invest in stock and bond mutual funds. I don't buy individual stocks. I, I think they're a poor investment for people, but mutual funds, broad-based mutual funds that follow the market, I call them index funds, those are the best things. And you say, how much can I take out every year? And depending on your circumstances, you could take 4%, you could take 4.5%, you could take up to 5% in the year you retire, and, and it depends on who you are. And so when you look, there are recipes for how much you can take out of your savings so that you can be very reasonably sure that your money will last you 30 years. And that's what we're up against. Right. We don't want to run out of money in our older age, and this is what we're, what we're trying to figure out. Should we have annuities? How much can we take out of savings? And there are answers to this. A tremendous amount of research is being done now right around this question because there's such a huge wave of retirements. Yes. So when you retire and you have that 401k, you can take some out every year and you should invest in mutual funds. That's the advice? That's my advice, and partly stock funds and partly bond funds and the stock funds I'm a huge fan of the stock funds called index funds that means they they follow the market whatever the market does your mutual fund does and over the long term the market when it, it does go down but we've all lived through that many times before it comes back up and so for the money you won't touch for 10 years plus right. when you retire that should be in stock owning mutual funds so it will help support the later part of your retirement. If you put everything in, in the bank or certificates of deposit, you're not going to get anything out of that for, for your more distant future. That's fine for yeah. money you're going to live on the next two, three, five years. But for the future, you need to invest in these funds. And the best ones are total market index funds. And two companies have the lowest cost of those. One is Fidelity and one is Vanguard. Fidelity and Vanguard. Okay. We're talking to Jane Bryant Quinn, How to Make Your Money Last. I looked in my 401k the other day, and I lost like $6,000. Ah, uh, yes. And then it will come back again. And you, what, what you're doing now is you're putting money into your 401k. You are buying uh, stocks or stock-owning mutual funds, whatever funds you picked. You're buying them at lower and lower prices. And when the market turns around, as it always does, you will have more shares at a lower price, so when prices go up, you are going to do better. Do you know the average time for a market to go down, hit the bottom, come back up, is 29 months. And you were a long-term investor, Casey. You're right. talking about money for the future. I see so many people making the mistake of saying, oh, stocks are down for a month or two months or, or even a year. I, I better take all my money out. And then you sell at a loss, and you don't 
buy back in until stocks are back up. And and then, like your $6,000, if you sold now, it would be a permanent loss. You just leave it there. Buy and hold works. Remember, this money is for 10, 15, 20 years from now. And over that period, the U.S. economy will grow. The global economy will go. Stock prices will go up. You just shouldn't pay any attention to to these very sh- I mean, this is very short term, just this year. But even a cycle, so it goes down a year and a half. It'll go back up and it'll go higher. It always has. She makes me feel hopeful. Jane Bryant Quinn. If you'd like a chance to win a copy of her new book, email me at caseyradio at gmail.com. This is the Health and Happiness Show with Casey on 100.7 WHUD. If you have a question or need more information about things you've heard on the show, email caseyradio at gmail.com. The Health and Happiness Show. Information, fun, and inspiration. Do your hands need a beauty makeover? Hands have always been a sign of elegance. And even if you have a youthful facial appearance, hands don't lie. Now there is an easy solution for aging hands. Radius is the first and only FDA-approved product to correct volume loss on your hands. Radius restores beauty by filling out that hollow look to the back of your hands, leaving them looking smooth and natural. Results can be seen immediately. Lidocaine is added to the Radius, making this a virtually painless procedure. In less time than it takes for lunch, the results of Radius hand lift treatment will make your hands soft and supple again. The procedure is safe and can last up to 15 months. Call today and schedule your hand lift consultation with Dr. David Bank. Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. 914-241-3003. You'll find out more at thecenterforderm.com. It's Casey. Stacy Hawkins is the brand name of a delicious spice and seasonings business. Stacy Hawkins, the mom, shares her story today on the Health and Happiness Show. Well, sure. In a nutshell, basically, about 10 years ago, I found myself 100 pounds overweight, looking at two little kids, not wanting them to have the same food issues that I had, and looking at what we were eating, which was boxed and prepared foods, and all those things that, you know, a busy mom um, resorts to to putting dinner on the table. And not only was I overweight, but I was feeling this tremendous guilt about how I was taking care of them and how I was taking care of myself. And I said, there's got to be a better way. And of course, I had tried every diet and looked in every corner and couldn't find anything that worked for me. So I went out to create something that was completely different. And what I learned was that you could lose weight and take care of your family and eat great food as long as you knew how to prepare whole fresh foods in a way that tasted good. So, you know, we go on diets and or we try to, to think about eating healthy and we wind up cooking chicken and salad. And that lasts all of about a week. Chicken <laughs> and, and like, salad. No chicken, and, chicken salad. and salad. So I wound up creating this entire line of spices and seasonings that you just take and sprinkle on whole, fresh, good food. Wonderful. Stacey Hawkins, our guest. Now, I can't picture you 100 pounds overweight with two little kids, and you had the energy to change your life. That's pretty big. Actually, I just wrote a book that's being released April 1st. I talk about this whole body shame and all of these things that we do that are so negative and put ourselves into the lowest of the low places. And one day I said, you know what, looking at my kids, look, I was a young woman, I was only 40 at the time, and said, 
I've got my whole life in front of me and I have a choice. I can either stay here and wallow in my own self-pity or I can get up every morning. I can make small changes even though I'm exhausted and look down the road. And um, when I did that and I took care of those minutes, the years took care of themselves. And before I knew it, I was losing weight. Mm. I was feeling great and I had a business on my hands. Take care of the minutes and the years take care of themselves. I do need to hear about the book right now. What's it called? Oh, excellent. It's called Too Big for My Britches. How I got rid <laughs> yeah. How I got rid of body shame and guilt and became happily simply being me. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, somebody posted on Facebook, I'm sure you've seen this meme. I'd love to go back to the day when I first looked in the mirror and said I looked fat. I'd love to go back uh, to that weight, right? You know what? And that was the impetus for me for wanting to change things because not too long after having a baby, I stood there and I talk about this in my book. I get real, real and real vulnerable and I'm sure many people can, can share this story with me where you're standing in front of the mirror and you're grabbing the roll of fat on the side of you and standing there saying, oh, I hate myself. I hate my body. What has it come to? Instead of treating ourselves really with the love that we need and the compassion that we need. And that's what it comes down to. Be nourished. Nourish your body, your mind, and your soul and give yourself some good food and some support because, you know, beating ourselves up does no good. Right. It does no good. And you know what? Every woman listening, most every woman listening can relate to what you just said. I can remember driving to work and when you sit in the car and you get that roll of fat and I would like grab it on my way to work and say, I can't believe where did this right. come from? You know, you're it's like the idiot. enemy, yes, right? Enemy. <laughs> but what would you do for your best friend who had a roll of fat? You'd help them to, you know, make better choices. Exactly. And I'm so glad you said that because you know what? Would you have ever said to your best friends the words you told yourself when you grabbed that roll? Never. Never. Never, and we'd have no friends. So at what point in time do we start treating ourselves as our best friend? Ah, Stacy Hawkins, and now you're going to give us a little recipe to take us from bland to wow, right? Absolutely. So basically, you know, we always start with whole fresh foods and whole fresh ingredients. And like we talked about a little bit before, those things can kind of get really boring. Again, you talk about your chicken and salad. So when I talk about simple preparations and whether you're using um, my product line or, or anything else that you can find in the grocery store, it's all about the flavor. You think about that boneless chicken breast and it's like, ugh. But yet imagine that on a plate with some um, incredible seasonings. I have a seasoning that's one of my best sellers called Tuscan Fantasy. And if you could imagine the flavors of Tuscany just being sprinkled over that piece of chicken with a little bit of olive oil and sauteed in a pan, that changes it from bland to wow in, in just an instant. So if you um, if you have that seasoning, that's great, but you could substitute fresh basil and some tomatoes or some black olives and salt and pepper. Um, and that's the one thing, as the spice lady, the one thing that I recommend people change out in their kitchens and Immediately is to go from iodized salt to a sea salt and from black ground pepper to whole fresh peppercorns that you crack in a pepper grinder. Your food will automatically taste better just by changing those two little things. But flavor is the key for changing things quickly, easily, and with great delicious and consistent results. Now, how did this happen? Did you just start mixing things on your kitchen table? 
Well, after I took a couple of classes as a layperson at the Culinary Institute and saw how um, spices and flavors were really the key to overcoming boredom, which is the biggest thing that we're all contending with, whether you're on a diet or not, um, I started putting concoctions together and and, uh, mixing my own stuff together because I was a full-time working mom at the time, again, with two little kids, and I wanted to have my own little arsenal. Well, lo and behold, as I went to playgroup one morning with the little kids, I had made something, and I couldn't even tell you what it was, and one of the moms said to me, you know, the next time you make that garlic stuff, I'll give you 10 bucks for a bag. And I thought, huh. Really? (laughs) Now, my background is in small business and small business development. And so um, my mommy wheels and business wheels kind of started kicking. And before I knew it, I I threw together a really quick product line. I sold out of everything that I had had and then um, just kind of started doing at-home cooking shows for friends and neighbors and tasting parties and people would buy my product. And uh, it grew so quickly in such a very short period of time that I was actually able to walk away from my business career and be an at-home mom and do what I love. Think about the mom that was 100 pounds overweight and think about the mom you are now. Oh, completely different woman. I am I'm 20 years younger now than I was then. I have more energy and more vitality for two reasons, not just because I lost the weight, you know, and there's there are physical ramifications to that. You know, my knees don't hurt anymore and all those good yummy things that that come to your body when you wind up losing the weight. But I'm now living a very passionate and very empowered life because I'm following my dream with my business. I'm giving through my business and helping so many others to be successful in um, overcoming their challenges, whether it's losing weight or they just want to get a healthy meal for themselves on the table or they don't know how to cook. And I have a, a whole line of cooking classes that I actually teach in the Newburgh area as well that anyone is welcome to attend. And um, I, so it's just given me this this whole new sense of vitality and purpose in life. And, and of course, I feel great about myself and feel sexy to boot. So, you know, it's all good. It's all good. Look for Stacy Hawkins online at stacyhawkinsshop.com. And finally, a conversation about the state of Catholic schools today with the superintendent for the 68,000 students in the Archdiocese of New York, Dr. Timothy McNiff. How does one man oversee so many students? You know, Casey, I say this all the time. If you want to find a good school, you have to find good adults. The children are the most precious resource that we have, and this is why we do it. But I don't believe children are the ones that dictate a good school or not. It's the adults that do that. And so it's all about finding strong principles, dedicated, committed teachers. And I think we're blessed with a Catholic school system in this archdiocese where 4,700 people are committed to this mission, and they are doing a wonderful job on a day-to-day basis. 4,700 excellent adults taking care of the 68,000 students. That's exactly right, and uh, I give them credit, not the superintendent, for why uh, such wonderful work happens in those classrooms every year. Well, I'm sure they appreciate that. What sets, aside from these wonderful teachers, what sets the Catholic school education apart? I'm so pleased you asked that, and you know, it comes to this. It's a faith-based education, which makes it a holistic experience for the child. And when I say that, we're telling the child directly and indirectly, we have high expectations of you. We have them high in terms of academic performance, but we have them high in terms of how they are going to mature to be a young adult. 
The faith-based experience is the message that's sending that to these children on a daily basis. And, you know, kids are terrific. They'll internalize this, and they, they do understand it. And I think it's because we bring religion, we bring the message that God loves them, God has expectations of them. We bring that message to these kids, they grab that message, they internalize it, and as a result, I think they do wonderful work. I think of what Oprah Winfrey has often said, that when she was growing up as a child in the church, that she always knew she was a child of God, so she felt she could always do anything. It's so true, but we can't take that for granted that children know that. They have to be taught that, (laughs) and then they have to be uh, nurtured with that, and they have to have role models that are demonstrating that. And that's the key, I think, to Catholic education. Now, here's a question, and it's a little off the path, but can children of all faiths attend a parochial school? Oh, gosh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, particularly in our inner city schools, uh, and when you look at the South Bronx and Harlem in particular, sometimes more than 50% of our schools have children that are not Catholic and they come from other faiths. And I believe it's families that want to have their child get the message you and I just talked about, and they're seeing it's the Catholic school system is the alternative to do that. All right. What plans do we have in the Archdiocese of New York coming up? So, you know, uh, we have uh, been challenged in the school system at Catholic schools all over the country, Casey, just to be clear. Uh, but the challenge isn't really what's happening in the classroom. We all can get better, but we're doing wonderful work. Our challenge is more on how do we keep these schools financially sustainable. And the reason we, I say that, Casey, is because on average, the cost to educate a child is about $8,000 in an elementary school. We intentionally charge a tuition of about four to $4,500 to make it as affordable as possible for everybody. So that delta between what we charge and the true cost, that's what we, we scramble every year with to fundraise to make up that difference so that we keep the schools going. Mm-hmm. That delta has gotten larger each year, and as a result, it became unmanageable for too many of our schools. I'm pleased to tell you we've stabilized the system now, and one of the reasons we have, we have brought an incredible amount more scholarship money into the system, where we believe we're going to be servicing more than 10,000 students now to help them with their tuition and close that delta. Um, We've started an online application process. It's the first time ever. So we're getting this registration data in real time, and we're able to now talk with families sooner rather than later to see how we can be of some help to them. That communication plus the additional scholarships we're bringing in next year, I think is going to make a big difference in terms of uh, where enrollment goes in the future. We're talking to Dr. McNiff, the superintendent of schools for the Archdiocese of New York, and I so appreciate the education. You know, so many of us have had our hearts broken when our schools have closed and sometimes our churches have closed. But now the way you explain it makes sense. You want so much for this opportunity to be open to everyone. You are only charging half of what it costs you to have a student in the school. That's so true. And, you know, I say this for parishes too, but for schools, when you are so large and you can't maintain everything that you have, you worry about, are you doing the quality that you want? Mm -hmm. So to contract, bring those resources to a certain, a fewer number of locations, and then continue to the quality that we've been known for, it was a hard decision, but it was absolutely the right decision. You know, even with these challenges, it's so encouraging when we see that 98% of our seniors 
every year, graduate, and go on to college. That's the great work that's still happening in, in these schools, uh, elementary and high school. So you have 68,000 students now. That's stabilized. You're getting healthier. You have grant money coming in, and people can apply online. Tell me more about that. So they can apply on, online, and this would be children of all faith, too. What we would really encourage them to do is to visit one of our open houses that we have on Torrent Tuesdays. The next one is April 12th. Every Catholic school in all neighborhoods have it. They can either call 646-794-2885, or they can find information on the website, which is www.catholicschoolsny.org. Catholic Schools NY is one word, dot org. And we would love uh, to have an opportunity to give an open house to all interested families. Wonderful. All right, St. Patrick's School, Verplank, New York, class of 75. I appreciate all of the information. Is there anything else our listeners need to know? Uh, Casey, they need to know that you're a product of the Catholic school system, and this is uh, what we do with students. <laughs> and I can't uh, advertise our schools any better. We haven't lost the basics, Casey. Employers tell us that all the time. And I'll, I'll close by saying a comment that the commandant of the Marine Corps said to Cardinal Dolan not that long ago. He says, I'll tell you why I love your Catholic school students. Uh, over 35% of my officers are your graduates, and they do a wonderful job. That's Dr. Timothy McNiff, the superintendent for schools in the Archdiocese of New York. Visit ARCHNY.org. A big thank you to all our guests today, and a big thank you to all the women who came out to our Day of Health and Happiness last week. If you'd like to join our next celebration, find me on Facebook and I'll add you to the group A Circle of Women and at CaseyRadio.com. You've been listening to the Health and Happiness Show with Casey. The content of the Health and Happiness Show is intended for general information purposes only. The Health and Happiness Show is a presentation of the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Recapture your youthful look with Dr. David Bank. Visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did. You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at kcradio.com and join Casey for another edition of the Health and Happiness Show next Sunday morning on 100.7 WHUD.